Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Gridiron Blitz, episode 364, Oscar Lopez in the house, going solo today. We're going to have two amazing guests today on this episode, the talented uh, Kay Mitchell of the WNFC, former WNFC commissioner, former legend Atlanta Phoenix, and also Team USA 2017 champion. She'll be here in the No Joke Football Huddle in about a couple minutes here. On top of that, we will have Anna Garza coming in here in about an hour to talk about her experience at Exathlon uh, USA, plus the recovery for the injury that was caused there as well, and whether she's going to be playing in uh, X-League 2021 in Austin with the Austin Sound. So big show today. We're also going to dive into NFL free agency. Uh, Later in the hour, we're going to dive into the women's action that's happening overseas, uh, the Kiwi Bowl in New Zealand, uh, LFL, um, LNFA Femenina week four. We'll recap that as well, and then we're going to dive into Texas Valley Sports, which is in play as well with the playoffs starting off there. So if you missed anything uh, of what I'm going to talk about, you obviously could have already been ahead of the game at the hub at facebook.com forward slash gridiron beauties. And if you're here for last uh, last episode, uh, you heard about our great bump in terms of um, the Euro scene uh, of 200 mark in terms of top podcast in Europe. So really appreciate everybody in Europe everybody in Russia, Spain, uh, in Germany, and Italy, everybody out there that's listening to us uh, weekly on our podcast, really, really appreciate it. Thank you for bumping us up on Spotify, iHeart, and on Apple specifically. And, and if you missed any of our shows, make sure you subscribe. Uh, give us the top five rating, which we earned, I think, all for over the long haul. So you can go check us out at uh, any episode's uh, last episode was uh, 363 with Monique Barrier-Boone, very interesting episode. She was at the Women's Football uh, Forum. And then we had 350, Michelle Angel. 362, you got the lowdown of everything that was happening in the WFA with Wynn Dominey. Uh, 360, Steph Jackson was here to give us the lowdown on NIA flag football and the experience there. 348, the Sam Gordon, who uh, is uh, on our uh, the hub right now. Uh, amazing, uh, amazing videos done by East, uh, East Bay women with in conjunction with um, Sam Gordon on the Conquer uh, campaign. So check out the videos there, share them out, spread the word. Uh, Sam Gordon, awesome, awesome ambassador of women's tackle football for the youth level as well. And then we, we talked to 359 to TikTok Sensation and uh, Diva 2, Steph Ponzer, Sammy Grassoffi was here to preview Open Field. And then uh, Dale Glossinger, 355, getting us a lowdown of American football events. So a lot of uh, podcasts prior to this, you can go back and listen to them. Highly recommend it. And make sure you subscribe. Share our podcast. That brings attention not only to the NFL swing of things that we talk about here, but also also brings attention to women's tackle football globally. So really excited this weekend for the Kiwi Bowl in New Zealand. Excellent uh, week four in LNFA Femenina. And obviously the, champ, uh, the playoffs starting off in Texas Valley Sports. We'll update you as well on, on XFFL uh, Texas as we get results there uh, on their short week. Uh, I think it's week three currently right now. 
So it's really, really exciting. I want to just dive into this huge thing, NFL free agency, before we bring in uh, Kay Mitchell here. Um, NFL free agency 2021, the Patriots, clearly the winners here of day one after a huge spending spree. So uh, if you think about this, New England never pays up for anybody, literally nobody. So cap space coming into this uh, 2021 was probably their best weapon. After a bad season, you know, finishing off at 7-9, and nine, uh, they were quick to address a lot of key positions. They gathered a uh, major splash, signing tight end, Juno Smith, to a four-year $50 million deal that solidifies the position for the Patriots. Been trying to fill the Gronkowski uh, position since went, before he went to uh, Tampa Bay and, you know, and came back to Tampa Bay. Uh, Smith is a well-rounded tight end, uh, good ability to block, a very lethal receiver, particularly after the catch. So, you know, if you just work, if you're a Patriots fan, you just start off on a great 2021 pre-camp, pre-OTA. I mean, this is huge for them. So, and then you add um, receivers, Nelson Aguilar from uh, Philadelphia, and then you add Kendrick Bourne from, uh, I believe, San Francisco. So, uh, Aguilar will help Josh uh, McDaniels kind of like open the field up. Well, Bourne is an option for obviously out of the slot. So surprising splash for the day was New England. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, uh, once again agreeing with Matt uh, Houdon, four-year, $56 million, brings in an elite talent to the Patriots pass rushing unit that will also boast Josh Uke, Chase Winovic, and, and uh, Dante Hightower. So all of a sudden, uh, we're talking New England once again. So I guess Bill Belichick knows what he's doing. This is obviously a great move for them. And uh, the, finally, the, the interior, it was addressed of their defensive line by adding Henry Anderson and Devon Gottschalk, if I'm pronouncing his name right. So that's one of the winners there. It wasn't all positives, however, but they did lose one player out of the whole deal, but that's not a big deal. The losers were really the Ravens, the pass rush for the Ravens. The Ravens didn't even make a, a big addition to the O-line by adding um, Kevin Zilter, uh, Harbaugh's front seven did take a hit with the club losing uh, Janik Jacono to the Raiders and Matt Juden, to, obviously, to the Patriots. Um, so that's one of the, the winners. Another winner is obviously Tampa Bay. Um, you know, the champs already uh, reached an agreement with linebacker Devontae David and franchise receiver Chris Godwin. Uh, so right there alone, and then one more uh, one-year deal with Rob Gronkowski, redoing the deal with uh, Tom Brady. I mean, so you, you name it, uh, Tampa Bay is set for another run. They're, they're going to retain their players. They understand the system. This is kind of a rebuild of New England where everybody was like, okay, I want to stay with the winner. I don't want to just go get some money somewhere else and, and just collect my money but not make anything of a run in terms of a playoff or championships. So if you, you, know, if you value championships, in other words, going forward, that's where the, the good thing is. Seattle, on the other side, with the uncertainty of – of what's happening with Russell Wilson, at the, the Seahawks remained quiet on Monday. Uh, the likes of jo- guards Joe Thune and Kevin Zietler came off the board, along with star center Corey Lindsey. So if the Seahawks were to take Wilson's previous comments this offseason about adding to the offensive line to hard and come out of the gate firing, that could have been a key. just didn't work. So at the moment, it doesn't seem like Seattle has done much of anything to smooth things over to help out their quarterback. So we'll see if they do it through the draft. We'll see if they do it, you know, within the next week or two here and surprise us with some sort of folks that obviously will protect um, 
Russell Wilson going forward. Um, it's, it's different this season, I think. But Seattle really uh, needs to commit. Otherwise, you know, we're looking at what Russell Wilson to the Bears. Come on, really? Not going to happen. I don't know how much, how much Kool-Aid everybody's drinking, but Russell Wilson's not going to the Bears. It's just not. Trubisky will move out of the Bears. Foles will go out of the Bears, but not, not the other way around. I doubt that's going to happen. Um, the winner was obviously Patrick Mahomes. Clearly, uh, Patrick Mahomes right there. You know, uh, restructured his contract with the Chiefs to give the, the club more ca- uh, cap space. Uh, pulled the Tom Brady type of move here when he was in New England uh, to sign Joe Thune to a five-year deal. Thune has been a, piece, a key piece to the Patriots offense through two championships, and now he's going to add a resume, obviously blocking for Patrick Mahomes. So Tooney has uh, allowed just three sacks dating back to 2008. Point really good offensive alignment. And so that credit to the Chiefs for making that commitment and giving that. Uh, the loser, another loser would be uh, Ryan Tannehill. With tight end uh, Juno Smith signing with the Patriots, Corey Davis inking a deal with the Jets, Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill is losing two of his top three catches from a year ago. Smith and Davis combined for 1,400 yards of Tannehill's 3,800 passing yards, which is roughly about 37%. So if Tannehill's 33 touchdowns last season, 13 were either to Smith or Davis. Of course, Tannehill can lean on maybe A.J. Brown, probably not as durable, and Derrick Henry, who's a beast, will be more of a focus on the offense, I'm, I'm assuming, at this point. So um, day one of the uh, NFL free agency in the, in the mix, we will keep tabs on it. Um, via CBS Sports, keep tabs on it via Yahoo Sports and uh, all the other uh, major outlets, and we'll post those up on at the Hub so keep you updated every week on your favorite team and who what moves they're making. So uh, really, really uh, exciting free agency. So if you guys haven't gone to uh, MikeyNightFight.com, MikeyNightFight.com is our, our sponsor. That's what powers the Gridiron Blitz. Check it out. You can go to MikeyNightFight, fast, simple prop games, shark-free fantasy, more or less fantasy challenges, star players only, $2 minimum buy-in. You get an instant deposit match up to $50. Sign up using our code NJF. Take advantage of that. If, you're, if Monkey Knife Fight's not available in your state, share it with a friend. Get them going there. So really exciting. You can play NBA, MMA, UFC, uh, PGA, whatever your sport is, it's on Monkey Knife Fight. So check it out, monkeyknifefight.com. Use code NJF. We're going to bring in the talented Kate Mitchell here in a second here, and we'll talk to her about her journey into the Alabama fire. So we'll uh, get her on here in a second. Expect greatness. Expect greatness. From our preparation, to the way we perform, to the way we shine, expect greatness. Expect it from yourself. Expect it from your teammates. Expect it from this team. We fall. We kill. We eat. Yes, sir. Hey, energy, emotion, play fast. Okay, how's it going? Thanks for making the time. Really appreciate it. Hello, Oscar. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, uh, my pleasure, always. Um, I wanted to reach out to you because apparently uh, Tony Fuller got to you and now you're... uh, I guess uh, going to Alabama, of all places, and I don't know if that's crazy, but some people would think that would be crazy. 
Now, why would people think that that would be crazy? You know, I was actually connected to Alabama Fire before Tony Fuller was connected to Alabama Fire. So maybe I brought her along. No, no, that's so not you were on happened. fire already. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was playing flag football with Alabama Fire, and so it was just a natural progression for me to, um, I guess, you know, to, to be even invited to play tackle with the team. And so I'd already built um, some rapport with the team. We had chemistry, and so it's just been a natural move for me to to join them on the field to play tackle. And and I've been having a wonderful time. Um. Minus the bruises <laughs> that you're probably getting more often now. <laughs> that would be a lie. <laughs> but anyways, um, I, you know, I saw some of your posts already, so you're like, hey, I'm, I'm in bruise mode already. <laughs> I'm, I haven't been bruised like this in a while. It's, it's been a You know, flag, I, I wasn't getting bruised like this. I guess you're not hitting the ground or hitting the turf um, as much, so – I'm, I'm embracing my bruises and, and my turf burns. So. <laughs> so Kay, what are your kids telling you? Are they, did they, is this crazy or what? <laughs> you know what? My kids are my biggest fans, and they are so proud of me. Actually, my sons were like, "Ma, you you have another year or two in you. You may as well go ahead and get it out because we know you you still want to play." Absolutely. My kids are my biggest fans. And and we talk about it, too. My my boys will say, you know, how'd you do? Uh, A couple weeks ago, I didn't think I did too well. My boys checked in with me, you know. So how'd it go this week, Ma? Were you able to get down? Did you get her down? You know, are you getting low? (laughs) You know, yeah, my boys are checking in on me, definitely, giving me tips. Well, you know, you had a great uh, great, uh, – opportunity you know when the nfc kicked off and then you kind of took some time off with some uh, personal health concerns right and i guess you were doing flag afterwards right so tell us a little bit about that experience about how you had to step away and obviously deal with something more important than football absolutely you know everything happens for a reason and you know i had just been going and going you know with work and football and things like that, and uh, life just, life slowed me down, and it was a, it was a wake-up call for me, and um, I was able to, you know, get a hold of it. Uh, we caught it very early, and um, we were very aggressive uh, with it, and um, we I decided, along with my doctor's uh, recommendations, to go ahead and be aggressive and, and do a double mastectomy. Um, as soon as they found the cancer and realized that it was in both breasts. So, um, you know, that it was a, a difficult and trying time for me, um, but uh, we knocked it out really quick. I had a few surgeries, um, a few months in between each surgery, and I think I came back a little too early um, when I started playing flag. You know, I had some – nobody ever told me about the time that it would take to really build up your lung capacity and I struggled. Sure. I, I really did struggle um, getting that back. But during the pandemic, I found cycling. And I really feel like it was cycling that helped me build my lung capacity up to even think about playing flag again. And so um, I joined Alabama Fire because actually during the I was playing with light and tight, and we decided not to uh, participate because too many of us, you know, were worried about COVID and, you know, things like that. Sure. And so. Our team did not play, and a lot of girls went to play for other teams. Um, but I joined 
Alabama Fire when I got a little bit more comfortable and I joined the travel circuit with them and just really enjoyed that experience and being back on the field um, and just feeling alive again. You know, football is my thing. That's my happy place. You know, I'm able to take off my heels and my suits and, you know, just just be me uh, again. And so I really enjoyed being back out on the field and contributing the way I could. So We're happy to see you back in full spirit and everything else. Um, Kay, uh, you know, transition is always hard, and especially when you have a a chronic medical condition. It's brand new. You have to adjust to things. You don't know the, you know, the outcomes, the risks. There's a lot of things that go into into play with a lot of things, and it kind of brings you to a halt, right? Because I've had, you know, people tell me all the time, you know, that they never thought about, you know, anything different because they were so healthy, and then all of a sudden when something hits you in the back door, you, you have to put more perspective on life, not necessarily just what your routine was or what your passion is, you know, whether it be work or hobbies or whatever, but it really does bring you to, a, to more of a clarity state in, in life, right? Oh, absolutely. It, it truly does, and it makes you look at life totally different. And some people may ask, I mean, people were asking me even before I, was diagnosed with the breast cancer. Are you still playing football? Why are you still playing football? You know, then I go through that and I'm back out there and I'm telling you, I I just, I look at it totally different. I look at football different. I look at life different. I look at an opportunity to stand on this platform that I have, you know, being attached to women's football and and all of the resources and the people and the women that I I come in contact with. You know, this is an opportunity for me to educate them about themselves and making sure that we are advocating for ourselves and taking care of ourselves and making our doctor's appointments and and asking questions that we may not be comfortable with asking. I'm so transparent about my experience, um, sharing my story, you know, to help others. So many women, not just in women's football, you know, not just in the United States, but around the globe were inboxing me about my experience and about, you know, um, getting checked out or, you know, I felt this or I'm worried about this. And so I was having so many private conversations um, through inbox and emails and, and phone calls with women around the globe, you know, just about advocating for themselves and, you know, speaking up and asking more questions in the doctor's offices so that we can see about ourselves. And this is important. And my reach in women's football is going to reach so many women around the globe, you know, not just helping in football, but just advocating for your own health. And so, you know, I'm just, I'm just loving what I'm, what I'm doing right now. My, my personal experience and, you know, um, some of those trying times are, are saving uh, more lives right now. And that's the, the benefit, you know, if, if you come through yourself, you're, you're able to be a, a, some sort of a mentor to other people, you know, because it is an emotional time, especially when it's physicality, you know, it's a, emotional when it's mentally, but when it's physicality, it's really an emotional time to, to kind of like buckle down, as they say. So it's really important to, you know, create an environment where you're in tune with your, your health and you also try to get, you know, the physicians that are obviously trying to help you overcome something. Um, I know for, you know, for a fact, like my wife, my wife had, diabetes and then kidney failure and totally different ballgame transitioning from one place to another. But you still have to have self-care and self-awareness of your own health because the doctors can only do so much in terms of diagnosis. They don't know the, the emotional ins and out on a, on a day-to-day basis. They don't know, you know, habits and meal, you know, things like that. They're only there to – as much information as you give them, is my point, is the only way they can assess something to benefit you in some way. Otherwise, 
you know, it's not going to be a benefit. It's basically a team. Absolutely. It's a team effort. And and when you're not comfortable with something, don't be afraid to ask more questions or, you know, to make changes. Because in the beginning, um, I was not happy with the initial doctor that I had. And Mm -hmm. I made made some changes. And it was actually – you know, one of my very close friends in women's football, Dana Sparling um, from New York, she, you know, she had gone through her experience. And so we were really communicating, and she helped me, you know, uh, to feel comfortable with making changes with where I was, with the doctors that I was dealing with. And, um, you know, and it was from that point on that uh, we were really able to get a hold of, of what was going on. And, you know, it was my, my women's football community really rallied around me um, during that time. My whole light and tight family, the WNFC, um, everybody just really rallied around me during that time to help me get through that. It was, it was tough, but, um, you know, my girls were there. So I can only, I, I, it's only fair and right that I give that. <laughs> okay, you know, you're special. So um, I don't know if you know it, but we a lot of people have, High regards for you. You know, you're a very special person. You've done a lot of things for the sport in general, but to your point, you've done a lot of things for other players as well and in contributions and, and your endeavors. So I guess it's only natural for them to give back, you know, and to try to help you out to overcome something that obviously is so personal. Um, yeah. Why, why uh, is that was the only reason why you stepped away from the commissioner's role or was it something more like, you know, your other workload at this point or just wasn't able to, pursue that any longer or did you just didn't want to do it or no it actually had nothing to do with my health or anything like that you know I had a wonderful run with some of the best women that I've ever worked with in my life you know and we we weren't getting paid to do what we were doing and we were we were grinding to make that happen it was one of the most memorable experiences I marked for life with my GSD tattoo um and you know I what I will say is um, I, re- I resigned uh, for different reasons, and I had that conversation, and, and I want to leave it there. And, and when I had that conversation um, with, with the executives uh, from the WNFC, I wanted to resign. I wanted to walk away. Um, it had nothing to do with my health or uh, my, uh, my workload or anything like that, but uh, those reasons were expressed. And, um, you know, and so it is what it is. I resigned, and um, for whatever reason, it wasn't made public. But I told the people that I needed to tell, and I left the rest to the WNFC. And I think it was months and months and months after that that uh, they have found a new commissioner, and I think she's doing a great job. And, you know, I'm just here to play now. I don't have to carry that load, but let me tell you, I've been there, and I know those ladies are working all day, every day to make this happen. And I'm just still honored to still be a part of um, what I consider uh, the most elite women's tackle football league in the country. I think it's it's a – we were supposed to be here in 2020, and obviously, you know, COVID and all that. But I, yes. the excitement for 2021, I think, is even bigger because both yes. leagues – have stepped up their game with major sponsors, both leagues. I mean, the announcement, the WFA is going to have their national championship in Canton, right, of all places. Yes, so that awesome. was a pretty huge yes. announcement. So it's a win-win, I think, in both sides. Since we, you know, I've been following the sport for so long, like, and you've been playing it for you know, a long time. Uh, we thought we'd never get to this point, right, 
for certain things. Thought we'd never see that for certain things. We thought we'd never see so figures in the NFL, you know, uh, alumni in the <laughs> NFL. And here we are, you know. So we we're, we're we made we've made strides, huge strides. Absolutely, and you know, I'm I'm proud of the WNFC. I'm proud of the WFA, and I think that um, you know you'll hear us say in the WNFC, "Step your game up." And I think because of some of the things that we were doing that had never been done before in women's football, you know, kind of put some pressure on on some other organizations to step their game up, and they have done that. And what it has done, Mm -hmm. it has improved uh, women's football, you know, in in all areas. And we're getting those sponsorships. We're we're getting more views, whether it's um, live streaming, Internet, television, um, people are seeing us, and so what we want to do, both leagues, and, and there are other leagues outside of the WNFC and the WFA, um, but we're bringing awareness to the game. But I, I can speak for the WNFC. We want to put the best product out there. And, you know, if, if you're not giving people a good product, they're not going to want to be bothered with you. So we're trying to put the best product on the field um, so that we can bring that awareness to women's football, get those, get those sponsorships. Um, you know, make people talk about us and, and what we're doing and why people should support us um, in, in this game. And I think we're, we're, we're doing that. And I'm, a proud, I'm very proud to be doing that with Alabama Fire. And um, I, I just look forward to what the future holds. Okay, do you think uh, all these players now, you, you guys, me, you, everybody else, have, we've come here, right? But we, we now, you know, are we putting too much pressure on the new crowd as as people would say, the new crowd needs to understand now that we have to be more visible. So they got to play better football. They got to play competitive football. They get every, every time they step onto the field, like I talked to Wynn, you know, and to your point here, if the product isn't great, the viewership isn't going to be there. But if you have competitive football, um, then that's more interest for anybody else to say, yeah, let's, let's take you on. Right. So it's gotta be competitive football. Absolutely. We want it to be competitive, and I do think that we have the talent and the organizations to make that happen. Um, women's football is looking better than I've ever seen it look before. Um, people want it to look good. What, what the WNFC is doing with Riddell and Adidas, we are looking really good. Not, all, not only are we looking good, um, but players are really playing very well. You know, um, we are getting – taught by some of the best coaches. We're getting high school coaches, college coaches. Um, you know, we've got the support of the women's coaches from the NFL that are, are that are connected to us in different ways um, to help us lift our game and, and, and improve our skills, um, improve our coaches and their coaching. And so I think that it's, you know, just enhancing women's football itself. And so I think that we're really doing a good job. I, I think we really are. We really are on to something. And the more people see that, the more they want to be a part of it. And, you know, the, the younger ages are seeing it. Girls are playing younger. And this pathway from flag football to tackle football is truly going to elevate the sport itself. Um, I stayed away from flag football for a long time. I started out playing tackle. Um, but when I retired from tackle, I retired like three times. <laughs> When I retired from one of those times and I started taking up flag, I realized, oh, my goodness, I really wish that I had played flag first, you know, just to learn the to learn the game that way. 
I think it's a very natural progression to play flag and then roll into tackle. And a lot of that um, is being supported by USA Football and their different pathways um, for the development model that they're doing in USA Football and pushing that flag that flag football network and pathway. Um, we're going to see the benefits of that for girls who don't choose to play flag as they get older but want to roll into something different like tackle. And I think, you know, we have a lot of people we have to credit. Dion Lee out of Nevada, you got Steph Jackson, um, obviously Dan okay. Welter for, you know, a Absolutely. lot of people that credited on that. Uh, Angelica Grayson, Liz Sowers now with the NAIA. Um, so there yeah. is uh, a so-called foundation is what we were missing. So this is sort of a foundation, and it's a bridge, right? They start there. They go to college. They get a scholarship. They see a value in the scholarship. And at that point, it's a, hopefully we, we will have a pro league by the time these folks, you know, evolve and maybe have one of yeah. these leagues be a pro league. And then, and then we have a, pr- a true, uh, you know, NCAA to NFL type of environment in terms of shift. Absolutely. So I, I really think it's exciting in that sense. And then you also have pro uh, professional flag now, which we didn't have before. So there, you can Absolutely. play flag, and you can also go play pro flag for you know. And so there's a, there's obviously more opportunity. Absolutely, and, and 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 I'm just so happy that I'm seeing this in my lifetime. The the, the speed and progression of flag football and and tackle football is is going at light speed, and I'm just happy to be here to witness it. We're really doing some great things. You know, in the background, nobody sees all the laboring. Um, you know, we talked about, you know, having no lights to practice in and things like that. Um, I think we've, <laughs> we've reached there. a different level, right? <laughs> we, in certain That's aspects, true. we've reached a different level. But, I mean, to see the Bostons, the D.C.s, right, really uh, being mentioned in terms of, uh, the stories of the L- uh, L- um, WFA alumni. That's that's I think that's a to me it's a, it brings joy to the fact that now we can credit you know certain franchises and people can see what their laboring has been about. You know the Minnesota the the Sharks before that, um, yes. the DC Divas with Rich Daniel and Atlanta Phoenix as well. Um, so there's there's a lot of storied franchises that uh, the average you know NFL fan doesn't know about, but they have you know paved the way for visibility and uh, allowed, you know, what the WFA is today, as an example, to to exist. Yes, and I love that, you know, reputable um, media outlets are sharing those stories because, you know, we used to just tell it word of mouth. I remember when I first started and the girls before me when I was playing with the Atlanta Explosion, when they were telling us stories and I was sitting there with my mouth wide open, you know, just think, like, we have to continue to tell those stories so that the, the girls that are coming along now, the women that are coming along now can really appreciate, you know, what they have in front of them. You know, I mean, this is huge, and, and I I haven't been in the game as long as the people before me. You know, but I was a part of having to, you know, go turn our car lights on so we could finish practice. I was a part of it. I was part of, you know, kicking glass out of the way just so mm-hmm. that, you know, we, we have a safe surface, you know, to play on. But we should tell more of those stories um, and so that people can see and appreciate um, the, the the groundwork that we the ground that we've covered in this game, and I love it. Those it's stories. Gonna, 
it's, it's, I think it's refreshing that we have um, that type of tell story, like Jen King's story is very refreshing because uh, yeah. Jen's story is really about, you know, putting in the work. You know, she had to transition from one sport to another, still with the joy of right. trying to go to football, right? And then gave up a, a, a basketball type of, you know, money environment where you could have right. been a college basketball coach and you could have made obviously a lot more money than you're making at that time when she was making, obviously. But she decided, you know, this is my passion. This is what I want to do. And so now, you know, you got Callie, you got you got Jen, um, and and I think their story tells a lot. And when you start to, you know, put in a tree sense, when what I try to speak to some players, you know, when I message and stuff, they, they, they can't understand it, but, you know, uh, D.C. Is, is a, was a breeding ground and continues to be mm-hmm. a breeding ground. And I think, you know, Mr. Hamlin before that and obviously Rich now I think speaks volumes yeah. about what the organization is about, you know. It's about commitment. It's about devotion. And then the, the end result is what? These two players are at in the gorilla, in the big umbrella, put in the time, did their okay. internships, they, they did their job, and they did no different than they would have done to get ready on the field is my point. Absolutely. You know, and I wish that people could know so many more women who have sacrificed uh, things just to, to do what we love, to continue to play, um, to continue to coach. People are giving up career. I mean, think about Angelica Grayson. You know, she walked mm-hmm. away from a, a teaching career um, to, you know, jumpstart this um, flag football at the NAI at St. Mary's. I mean, she's doing an amazing job, you know, to walk away from your career uh, to, to be able to do that. But she's a certified teacher. She could always go back. But she took a chance. And, you know, I'm, I'm just so proud of of women embracing these opportunities because what she's doing is she's creating something for the future. You know, she is spearheading what the, the future of flag football for women. And the NAIA, I just can't applaud them enough. The NCAA, you better believe they're coming along with it. Um, I'm, I'm so proud to be a part of what we're doing in Georgia with Girls Flag. We just had our first state championship here in Girls Flag in December and um, it's just really growing. And, and to even know that I've played with and against some of the women, um, you know, that are being recognized for uh, their commitments and their dedications and their sacrifices in flag and tackle football, I'm, I'm just honored. Okay. Um, you know, before we wanted the door open, did we just tear it down? Because I think we, we tore it down. We tore it down. <laughs> we tore it down. <laughs> That's a, one of the – one of the players told me on the on the message. I think we just tore it down. Lori, you know, Lori Locust at the Super Bowl. Cool to have Katie at the Super Bowl, but to have Lori win it all. Uh, I mean, I was joking with everybody at one time, and I said, you know, Tom Brady comes to Tampa, and when he arrived in Tampa, I, I, I said it. I said, Lori's gonna get her ring. <laughs> it just, well, he's he's probably gonna falter this year. Uh, no, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> it doesn't. Tom Brady doesn't falter often, and you know he'll have a bad season. But I don't think he'll have a bad. And then you add Gorkowski, right? And you had the weapons already there, and then she comes in and adds another element to the defense. And what a showing at the Super Bowl! That, that was a proud moment for me to watch. I had people going, "Oh, this yeah. is a boring game," and I'm sitting there going, "You have no idea about football." And 
the fact that, you know, this defensive diversity group in general, if you want to go there, diversity group, including her, Absolutely. shut down yeah. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing to watch, and, and the whole world of women's football was cheering for her as well, and so we're just so proud of her. And, and the women, in the, what's so great about it, they are great humans. They are such great people. Oh, my oh, yeah. goodness. I, I, they are such wonderful people. So we're just so proud to have great women um, representing us in, in the um, on the biggest stage in the NFL. We're very proud of them. They they are really doing some good work. And they earned it. They they truly earned it. Yeah, they, they, have, they have paved the way. Um, you know, we thought we were at another level a couple of years ago, but I think we have – paved the way um i'm waiting for the cleveland browns <laughs> to get to the super bowl with kelly Brown on staff you know what i mean you and elizabeth dillow are waiting yeah oh dillow oh dillow yes. woo, 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 no. woo. is that the, is that the call yes She's, her dog is named cleveland brown jenkins and yeah i heard that <laughs> yes all of y'all are waiting for uh the cleveland browns to make it <laughs> No, I'm just saying it would be a nice transition, especially for that type of franchise, right, who hasn't won in a long time to yeah, that, sort that of, be awesome. you know, change the mindset to get to a, even to a playoff state. I mean, to have yeah. Cleveland Browns fans think, think about a playoff state just alone in itself would be, like, huge. And then, you know, she's she's obviously uh, doing a great job, Coach Stefanski and herself and everybody else there. And so I think that I think they're going to make, you know, they're going to make a do with uh, – a playoff appearance or two, or you know, an elevated game. I, I don't think Kelly yeah. likes to lose, so she's not she's she's not no, a good Callie, loser. Kelly does not. Kelly does not, <laughs> and, and I'm sure she's staying so, a long night to, to do her part to make sure that they yeah. get there. Yeah, it, it's it's been exciting. I think uh, anticipation for this season is even you know bigger than it was in 2020. Um, I talked to a lot of players. K 2020, it was a lockdown. But you know what? A lot of them took advantage of that lockdown by improving techniques, techniques and, fun, and fundamentals. And so Absolutely. they're going to be hungry this year. Like they say, the championships are won in the off season. We had a really, mm-hmm. really long off season. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think that there were um, some pluses to having to be shut down for a bit. Yeah, and it, I, I see a lot of people just, you know, they're grinding and they, they started getting specialized training. They they were doing a lot of things in terms of uh, fundamentals. Uh, so I, I hopefully that will transition onto the product on the field, right, competitive product on the field so that we uh, we can watch it on Vire Network and uh, take advantage of, you know, the WNFC front and center um, in 2021. Uh, I think I kind of covered everything unless uh, I missed something. I wanted to bring you on just to kind of, you know, the excitement for Alabama. Let's cover Alabama Fire, an example. Um, so what are we doing? Are we eyeing the elite Spartans? Is that is that our is that our benchmark? <laughs> well, you know what? One game at a time. And we're going to start off with the Mississippi Panthers on May 1st and one game at a time until we meet up in the playoffs. Listen, they, they have to get there, too. You know, so don't count anybody out, you know, and, and so we're not ca- counting anybody out before uh, we get to the playoffs. Uh, this is 
Alabama's fourth season um, playing tackle football, and they've, met, they, they've never missed the playoffs. So, um, you know, we're really excited. So you guys look out for, uh, you know, Kelly Smith, Rashida Young, um, and, and, you know, we, we're going to make some great things happen. Now, are you playing uh, offense, defense, What or have we decided at all? Oscar, I've never played anything but linebacker. So, okay. uh, so, you're, so you have a killer instinct. Okay. So uh, that that's my comfort zone. Um, I can play DN, but a linebacker is, is home for me, and I play middle and outside. And Almisa Thomas and I um, are going to lead that linebacker core. And um, also Chardonnay Jenkins, let me tell you all, just get out of the way. I'm trying to help you out. Hint, hint, get out of the way when you see Chardonnay coming. <laughs> it's going to be something serious. Is that for the Eastern Conference? Is that the, the take notes? <laughs> take notes for any opposing team. <laughs> um, this, the growth of this league is year two. I think year one was very successful. Um, if you put it in context, I think it was really successful in yeah. year one. Uh, execution. A uh, shout out to the San Diego Rebellion for doing a great job on the Facebook Lives and stuff. Um, but I think anticipation for this year is a lot, a lot bigger. And I, I think with the networking that's going to be put in place, uh, a lot of other tools that are going to be put in place, um, it makes it so much uh, anticipation. In other words, there's a lot of anticipation coming up for it. I'm sorry. I, I think I lost you. Say that again. No, I was saying there's a lot of anticipation coming up for the new season, given all the uh, acquisitions, you know, yeah. like Vire Network and some of the network partners that are, that they're uh, building up with. Yes. Uh, so there's a lot of excitement around there. A lot of work is being done. Um, I, I know that the executive office with the WNFC has been working hard, um, even with the things that they're doing with the COVID-19 protocol. Um, there's a lot of excitement, not just about you know, seeing the seeing the women play, but all the work that goes behind it to get us on the field, um, because we can't discount, you know, what has happened in 2020, and for all the work that we're having to do behind the scenes to make sure that mm-hmm. we're getting women back out on the field safely, you know, um, so that that's what, what this is about: safety first. And, you know, our partners and, and supporters through Riddell and Adidas, and they even picked up both now. Um, these are great things that are, are going to uh, be huge for women's football and for the WNFC. Well, I'm happy that we're finally in business mode. That was one of my striving criticisms initially <laughs> when, you know, it was like, when do we get to business mode? Because I always thought of it as recreational, right? And we can't have recreational. Right. All these women spend too much time. We got to get to a business mode so that we can get paid, you know, so these players can get paid, and that's that's the goal. It's like to, to get we're, to a point we're where heading, we're heading in, in the, we're heading in the right direction, you know, with with the way these uh, companies are, are getting behind women's football and, and supporting us. Um, a lot of things are product, you know. Sometimes there's money, but um, the less that players have to put out of their pockets. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's better, it, the better, you know. Um, this, this is not the NFL, and we're paying our way, and, and we have families, and we have nine-to-five jobs, and we're still having to buy yep. equipment and travel and, and eat and, you know, take care of our bruises and, you know, things like that, insurance, and um, and still be able to make this thing happen. 
put a, a great product on the field. You know, I just applaud all the ladies that are doing this, and especially the ones that are bringing their kids along who are cheering along for us, you know, on the sidelines. This is, this is huge what we're doing in women's football. It's enormous. Uh, I think a lot of strides have been made. It's a huge moment, um, and I think uh, every step has been a positive step to another uh, elevation. Um, we're we're just really excited. I mean, it's gonna, this is a North America swing. This is the birth of football. Um, this is where things need to happen to spread it out yeah. to the rest of the you know the global stage. Um, but you know the, the future is here. Um, I talked to you know I talked to Win uh, a while back and. You know, she's she's even anticipating the fact that you you know once COVID re- issues are lifted and guidelines and out overseas stuff, you're probably going to see a lot more overseas players coming to come to uh, on a WNFC or WFA team just to play in the states. Yeah, I, I can see that happen. As long as long as we are able to get affairs in order to uh, accommodate the ladies and, and you know make sure that they have room and board and you know, um, some jobs, some interns or whatever so that they can get on the mm-hmm. field. I'd love to see that happen. There's some great talent um, all around the, the globe in, in women's uh, tackle football. And so that would be great to be able to bring the women here. I mean, we're traveling a couple of hours. Some people are, are flying in across states and across, you know, uh, time zones to, to play. And um, definitely people will be flying across waters to get here and, and and be a part of something great that that we're doing. Just, All right, so you're not retiring. You're not retiring after this season, right? You're not going to retire after 2021, fourth time. <laughs> so you're not even well, you you're not what? even thinking about it's that. Like, right? I am 50, and you know my my thing is I have this uh, 51 is my thing. That's my number, and so if I can make it to 51. I'm going to make it to 51, you know, but I, it's one game at a time. Things are a little bit different when you're when you're 50. And, <laughs> you know, sure. practice Very are different. a little bit tougher and, and just the way I have to take care of my body and, you know, watching sure. what I'm eating and, you know, uh, really just working out, like, away from the scheduled practices. Um, that's, I'm looking at it differently, you know. Um, things that I should have been doing that I wasn't doing, uh, before yep. retiring for three and four times, <laughs> I'm doing now. So, um, well, we yeah, want you I, to be here for to be a grandma. That's what my point <laughs> is. We don't want you. To, we want you not to be here to be a grandma. Not just yet. Not just yet. Not just yet. My kids oh, I are know, but eight. I'm I just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that it it always happens by surprise, as my neighbor would say. Things don't always go as scheduled. Well, you know what, that will, not, that will not stop me as long as my body uh, allows me to. Sure. I think I'll try to make it um, until I'm 51. 51 might retire yeah. at 51. <laughs> so um, I, I'm, I'm just really enjoying it. And, what you know, it, it's so much fun because there, there are about 10, 11 of us that travel from Atlanta to go to Alabama every week to practice. And this has just really become – something different for me, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. um, we're, it's like, it's like the family reunion when we get to Alabama. And, um, I love that core of women and I love the coaches, the staff, you know, it, it's a really talented group. And not only is it talented, um, we get along and it's great and they work hard. And I love being a part of, of the movement 
um, with Atlanta, uh, with the Alabama Fire. So um, we're, we're doing some good things, and to be traveling every week with with my girls from Atlanta, it's, it's a good thing. It's a really good thing. All right, Kay. Um, your boys uh, in college um, sticking out there? Or are we seeing NFL future? Or any insights on that? Well, um, both of my boys are playing college ball. Uh, mm-hmm. My older son is at Tuskegee, and their conference had to cancel because of COVID. And my youngest son um, is at East Carolina. They were able to uh, get through the season. Today they were actually supposed to start spring practice, but they canceled um, because of some bad weather up there. But, um, you know, I I don't want to jinx anything, but uh, – Somebody might have a have. I might be watching in in the stands. My son on a Sunday. You, you never know. So uh, yeah. Well, they're both very talented. That's the reason I, I bring it up are, because they they're going to have an opportunity down the road here to get scouted. You know, and so <laughs> there's opportunities there, and there's a lot of New York Jets teams that are going to want great talent in the NFL. Absolutely. There so. aren't too many boys who can say their dad won a Super Bowl and their mom won a a world championship as well in football. No. So they've got they've got great genes. So <laughs> Oh yeah, that's for sure. Then they're very talented too. That's why I bring them up because I, I'm pretty sure we're gonna see them there. We're gonna see them at that next the next stage, uh, you know, barring any injury of some unfortunate injury or something like that. But they should be able to get to that next level. So very proud of uh the you know, the upbringing for them. Uh, great job mom there. And uh so looking forward to your twenty twenty one campaign with the Alabama Fire. Uh, looking forward to the competitive matches. Uh, hopefully we will see you, as they say, at the end where you get to face the big dogs in the playoffs. So that's the goal for everybody. But uh, it looks like, you know, it looks like it's going to be uh, a great season uh, given the additions to the to the league. You know, the the, the Philadelphia Phantoms, the, the Prodigy, just a lot of additions to the league. So it's going to be a different yeah, we're uh, really- we're really excited about that. We, um, yeah, we'll, we'll play Philly uh, this year. I think in uh, towards the end of May. So I'm excited, mm-hmm. you know, to, to meet up with, with Star. That's my girl. Um, and so I'm, we're excited to meet up with them. And you know, you never know. And uh, I think they're going to be some great matchups. A lot of people mm-hmm. are, you know, talking early. Every everybody wants a, a piece of Texas, and, and why not? You know, they're they are the holders of the nine cup. And so you have to, you know, there's a you have to take it one game at a time, you know, to, to get to that point. But um, if we ever get matched up uh, with with Texas, uh, Yumika, wave that red flag, girl. I'm coming through your gap. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, uh, I'm 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 more interested in the rivalries. The schedule really was really well done in terms of rivalries. I really think that's the, the beauty of the whole thing. I think the schedule was made really well for rivalry. So year two, we should be able to see, you know, we saw good rivalries in year one in terms of the um, West Coast, you know, Seattle, San Diego, L.A. I, I think uh, on the East Coast, we should be able to see the bigger rivalries. Like you said, Philly, Washington, Atlanta, yourselves. There's, there's going to be some right. little bit of rivalry created on this side, on the East, on the East Coast. Um, so really, really excited for that. So, Kate, thank you for making the time. I really, really appreciate it. I know you're busy, busy, especially now with all yeah, your community and stuff. But I really wanted to bring you on to kind of, you know, spotlight your journey into the fire and uh, 2021 WNFC. 
Yes, keep your fingers crossed. I've got to stay healthy so I can stay on the field. <laughs> but thanks for you'll having be, you'll me. You'll be fine. <laughs> it's been great. Thank you, Oscar. Always a pleasure. Thanks. Stay safe. Uh, looking forward to the 2021 season in Alabama. Say hi to Tony for me and the girls out there. Looking forward to the Alabama Fire making a statement in the Eastern Conference of the WNFC. Have a great night. Thank you. You too. All right, guys. Okay, Mitchell, uh, 2017 Team USA champion, uh, Atlanta Phoenix. Also played for them, Atlanta Explosion, way back in the day. Uh, She's got a lot of history. And WNFC commissioner, inaugural WNFC commissioner, um, so a lot of uh, a lot of endeavor uh, to get her to this level to put it together. But she's done wonderful things with Georgia Flag. She's an amazing mom, as we just said right here. Two great kids, a bunch of other kids as well, not just the talented football players. Uh, but uh, she's done a great job, and we wanted to bring her on to kind of spotlight her journey, some of the personal things that she had gone through during that time frame, and obviously the transition now to try to get uh, the Alabama Alabama Fire to another level of competitiveness in the Eastern Conference at the WNFC. So uh, you can follow her on uh, Facebook, Kay Michelle on there, and you can also follow her on Instagram as well. So uh, great, great. Always a pleasure to talk to her, uh, one of the pioneers of our sport and one of the uh, key people in the backgrounds of making things happen in terms of a foundation like FLAG, like she just mentioned, and getting – the WNFC to another level of visibility. So great, great job by her and others that obviously have contributed along the way, but uh, she's a great, and I want to bring her on because uh, she deserves it. All right, guys, if you guys haven't gone to monkeyknifefight.com, head over to monkeyknifefight.com, uh, use our code NJF, fast, simple prop games, shark free fantasy, more or less fantasy challenges, star players only, $2 minimum buy-in. Uh, you can get it an instant deposit matchup up to $50 on sign up. Use code NJF and take advantage of the offer. Uh, Monkey Night Fights our uh, podcast sponsor uh, and this year, and we're grateful for them to keep us aboard and bring attention to women's tackle football and bring awareness to women's tackle football on a weekly basis on our podcast. And you can also go to Zazzle.com forward slash Crowdown Beauties. Zazzle.com forward slash Crowdown Beauties. It's the no-joke football shop. Get up to 25% off there every day. Uh, check out our best-selling T-shirts under $20 premium t-shirts under $30 and you can always get hoodies under $40. So check out the bargains and the deals, get the not, not a boys game, popular shirt. Yes, I am a girl. I play football, uh, get it in various styles and apparel and check out our leggings too. They're awesome. And if you haven't checked out our uh, social sites, go to at no joke football, on Instagram, go to at no joke football on Facebook, including the talented Alicia Patsky, uh, Lexi DeMeo, Ellie Mazzola, uh, Victor, uh, I'm trying to remember her name right now. Um, I'm trying to remember her name right now. I can't remember her name. Okay, uh, I'll, I will. I will remember her name. Um, you can go in there as well as uh, Deb Rodriguez. Check her out as well. And so a lot of other talented uh, athletes at the No Joke Football Shop. Uh, check it out at No Joke Football on Facebook and No Joke Football on Instagram. So kind of a brain fart. I can't believe I did that today. All right. We're going to be coming into the next uh, No Joke Football Huddle uh, with Anna Garza in a couple minutes here. In between that, we're going to go into dive into the uh, women's uh, news and notes that happened this, this week at the Hub. So check it out at the Hub at facebook.com forward slash Grand Uh Stephanie 
Falico uh, is going to be heading the AFE as head coach of the traveling team, and she will debut at the All-Stars Tropic Bowl. So check it out right there as it was announced by AFE, the American Football Events uh, page. And then uh, Sam Gordon, if you haven't checked it out at the Hub, Sam Gordon is part of the Conquer uh, campaign by East Bay, East Bay Women as well. Check it out, her campaign there. Two videos there of Sam Gordon. You can also watch it on Instagram. You can follow it on our stories on Instagram at Great Iron Beauties, or you can just go directly to the hub at facebook.com forward slash Great Iron Beauties. The other one was the talented Nausicaa Del Orto from Italy, uh, part of the Ford Italia promotion. What a great job done there as well. You can catch it on Instagram. You also catch it right there at the hub. Really, really cool. Um, she's done a great job there, and uh, you can also get the still photos courtesy of Ford Italia in Italy. And then WNFC, shout out to so, uh, so Hoodie Apparel announced today they will be partnering with them for the athletes. So it's pretty awesome, and they'll get more details as they come out. And we're going to shout out to Her- Herminia Hall, who we talked about a couple podcasts ago. Herminia Hall uh, was a part of the Fullerton High School, Union High School uh, over in Southern California. She, this past weekend, she got her first win as a varsity coach. So congratulations to her. Uh, shout out to LA Times and everybody else for uh, tweeting out our tweet that we did back in November. Really, really cool for them to tweet out our actual t- Twitter handle. So really appreciate them uh, helping us out and also bringing exposure to us. Then we have the Utah Falcons. Uh, Sarah Gallica is on there uh, with the Vire Network, uh, the promo there for the 2021 uh, featuring the Utah Falcons. And then we have the merger of the CFL-XFL pending um, we talked about a couple things. There's three articles there at the Hub that you can dive into about whether The Rock, you know, Dwayne Johnson hooking up with his former league, which he started out over in Canada, whether the merger is going to make sense for both leagues, and what does it do for the CFL in terms of their downs, or in, 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 in terms of their traditional setup of football, because they have a larger field, and the downs are three downs instead of four downs. The uh, field is, I think, it's way larger than an NFL field. So I don't know if they're going to have a, a, you know, the XFL-CFL merger will consist of, you know, the U.S. teams taking on the Canadian teams and having one championship. Uh, That's one of the the processes that's been talked about. Uh, We don't know if that's going to be the case, but you get the article right there. There's about two or three articles at the Hub checking out the CFL and the XFL merger. Uh, We'll keep update on that in terms of whether it gets signed or not or whether it's something that will, you know, be something of a complete deal to make it happen. The CFL was also part of a group that wanted to do international competition in Italy and in Mexico previous to this about a year ago. So I don't know where that puts them at at this point, but because of COVID and because of everything that's going on in 2020, the CFL literally lost money. CFL was basically uh, on gate only, uh, sort of what women's tackle football relies on for the most of their revenue is, you know, getting people in the seat. And the, the CFL isn't big enough like the NFL with major sponsors, major networks and things like that. So, uh, you know, having fans in the stands is a big deal for the Canadian Football League. So not having that really hurt them in 2020. This is an opportunity for the XFL and the CFL to kind of merge together and figure out how they're going to put a business plan together 
to make sure that they're uh, profitable. Number one, um, that's the one question that they both have to answer. Are they going to be profitable with the XFL type of environment in the fourth down traditional United States uh, American football setup, or are they going to be profitable with a three down type of setup with the traditional Canadian type of setup? So really uh, interesting to figure out how that's going to happen. Uh, we also had an article there, Jennifer King, uh, Our America, Women Forward. Uh, that was a really good article. Check it out. You can uh, check it out there, abc11, I believe, .com. So uh, tells her journey and her story. So Jennifer King at Our America. Don't forget, you guys, you guys can share all our stuff. Really encourage you guys to share it. If you share it, you give it out to a lot more volume in terms of your friends, you know, you, one person shares it, they have, you know, a thousand friends. The next person shares it, another thousand friends. There we go. We got a storm of two to three thousand uh, eyes that will be uh, attention to the sport, attention to the athletes, attention to the, uh, the players that obviously paved the way for women's tackle football. So if you guys don't share it, obviously it doesn't make sense. So I encourage you guys to share our stuff and really bring attention, further attention to your average fan, your average family member, your average friends that do not know about women's tackle football that would be made aware of it, especially now that we have Callie, we have Jennifer, we have Lori, um, we have all these prominent WFA alumni in the NFL. It's really nice to couple their names and draw them in to the environment that is women's tackle football and showcase them that maybe they can find a team locally they can go support and go help out and go sponsor. So there's a, a lot of ways sharing will make that happen but if you don't share and don't do any of that then obviously it's not going to be beneficial so try to share our stuff especially uh, notable stories from reputable um sources like yahoo sports cbs uh, abc 11 all these reputable uh sources if you share them obviously they are appreciative as well but they get the word out as well for them and it helps out to bring, uh, bring visibility to women's tackle football all right uh, the other articles we had on there was uh, emily Zaylor of the Denver Broncos, which is the outstanding coach there, and she got uh, notable there as well. Then we had a story of our own Ellie Mazzola, uh, Norwegian football athlete Ellie Mazzola, and then obviously Nana Olavu as well. So we had a story there as well. Um, so, and on top of that, the Patriots, Patriots.com, ended up featuring Adrian Smith on their website. So that was a huge shout-out to them for doing a great job for doing that, and uh, who better to to be represented than Adrian Smith. Uh, Blitzchamps.com, you can go get her card game as well. So uh, check it out. The article is really amazing as well. And uh, she was also part of a panel. So you can get the lowdown, everything that happens in the sport in women's tackle football. The best network on the planet exists at the hub at facebook.com forward slash gridironbeauties. All right, let's go see if we can bring in uh, Anna Garza here. Uh, X-League Insider, she was part of the competition with Exathlon um, USA. Let me see if I can bring her on. Expect greatness. Expect greatness. From our preparation, to the way we perform, to the way we shine, expect greatness. Expect it from yourself. Expect it from your teammates. Expect it from this team. We fall, we kill, we eat. Yes, sir. Hey, energy, emotion, play fast. Hi, Anna. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. How, how about you? 
I'm doing great, Anna. Thanks for making the time. I really appreciate it. I know you got a busy schedule and all that. So um, I wanted to bring you on because we had a lot of fans request the excitement of they were they were watching Exit Law in USA. So wanted to just bring you on and kind of tell us about your experience uh, in terms of the whole competition. I know you got you got injured with initially within that competition, but yeah. uh, so how are you doing now with your rehab? I'm doing good. Uh, honestly, I was a little bit sad because I thought I was like 100%, but I'm not. So I'm just doing my rehab. I try to be patient and just wait to start running and do my preseason because I want to return to to the league to play football. So I just have to be patient. Anna, can you tell us uh, what happened on the injury? Uh, when we saw it on the video, it looked like, it was a misstep, or was it a hyperextension? What, what happened? Yeah, I have a sprain on my ankle, like really mm-hmm. bad. Uh, you can see it on on the on the TV, but it was like a rough uh, on the container. So I just like it was like a bad step or something like that. So I know that a lot of people get injured there, so it was just bad luck for me too. So it's a bad spring, like, like really bad. So I just to get my rest as much as they they leave me, and then I just have to return. But I was I wasn't ready. Anna, was it, did it swell a lot? Did you have swelling? A lot of swelling. Yeah, that uh, was a, a big one. Yeah, it was yeah. really bad, and I got like the. Like it was all black and purple, all the and like it was a really bad spring. Have you had that one before, or that, or that type of injury before in like in in your flag or football career? No, not like that. This one was like a really different. Like it was a lot of pain. I wasn't. I, I used to have a sprain on my ankle, but not like this one. This one it was like mm-hmm. like bad. Yeah, I don't know. It was like. Because uh, I was jumping, and I don't know if mm-hmm. because I was cold, but I feel a lot of pain in that moment. Uh, Anna, were you there for a certain a short period of time? Like once that happened, were you put aside for a while just to rehab, or how how did that go in terms of like uh, you know getting did it you, better? Uh, they just give me like to rest, like two weeks. I just have like we have like three days. It just it wasn't enough. So I just have, like, sure. ice and cold water and something like that. I didn't have, like, like a really good rehab for a week or something like that. It was really fast. I understand all the protocols that the, uh, the, the TV show has. So I just have to – I try to do my best to return because the other option was to go home. So yeah, I didn't want really- to go home, and I tried to do my best, but I wasn't 100%. Uh, Anna, everybody was so excited for you to uh, be in the competition. We have all our fans. We're really excited. Um, so you, gotta, you, have, you have a lot of love. You got a lot of love uh, going into the competition. We all, we're all rooting for you and everything else. So when that happened, we were just, like, crushed. We're like, oh, my God, I hope she's, you know, it's not her knee or her kneecap. I know. It was really fast. Like was the third, the third day of the competition? I wasn't mm-hmm. expected, expected. I know that all the – Injuries and accidents are all over the place, but I wasn't expected to injure on the third day. But I know, like, so it happened for a reason. So I tried just to be 
uh, happy to be there, to the experience, to enjoy the moment that I have. So I try to do my best. Of I hope I have another shot later on the on the TV show or another year because I think I have a lot to give to this this TV show to Exatlon. It's very competitive, right? Uh, did you like the setup? Or did you already know about the setup? Did you had watched it before before yeah, you went on? Yeah, I love it. It's like how you see it on TV is way different when you are over there. At the beginning, I was super nervous, but then you try just to enjoy the moment and have fun because you have a lot of pressure at the beginning, and then you understand that it's just to give your best and enjoy at the end of the day. So I really enjoy everything I have there on the extra ground to be in other country. To all the circuits are like a lot of fun to be with, with other athletes, with other sports, Olympics, everything. Like it's a really good experience. Now you had to fly over, right? To, is it Dominican Republic? Yeah, yeah, we, we were there. How, how long of a flight is it from Nuevo León? Is it is it a lot? Like a couple hours? Uh, yeah, I think it's two hours. Oh, two hours. It's not too long then. Okay, so it's. Yeah. So you guys stayed there for for a while, and I know you had to keep what hush hush. You couldn't tell us when you were gonna debut and all that, right? Because that's like by contract, right? You got to keep everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can say like anything, and we have all. If, I mean, we signed a contract before. Yeah. All right. So you come back home, and um, so now you're what you're you're uh, truly rehabbing, right? Is that the whole the whole thing now? You're really focusing yeah. on the rehab now? Yeah. Now I'm on rehab, and I talk already with my coaches on the X League, so they want me to return and fight for a spot, of course, because all the girls are they are in training. So we just talk about it. I tell them I'm not 100% right now, but I will. So I try to do my best to recover as fast as I can and to. Uh, really fast uh, practices. Uh, Anna, do you anticipate playing in this year at all, or is it, are you going to just hold off and, and get 100%? No, I'm trying. I'm trying to play. I think, I mean, it's, it's my plan for now. If my uh, ankle and my rehab let me play, I will. I'll, I'm 100% there, committed. All right. So you're, you're anticipating going to Austin before the season starts, right? Yes. Okay. How has yes, been yes, back home when, when you got back? How was back home? Uh, thank, uh, thank your brother for keeping us post up, keeping us updated. I got to thank your brother for keeping yeah, us updated he, on them. Yeah, All he right. was uh, on my social media, but everything was good. I was a little bit sad because I really want to be longer on Exatlon because of my mom. She's a super fan of this TV show, but I'm happy. I'm happy to return too. I know I still I still have time to to recover and play football because the season is going to start in June. So I still have a lot of time to to recover and get stronger to do what I love. All right, I guess we're going to have to send you more gear so you can just model before you get to Austin. I said I guess we're going to have to send you more more stuff so you can just model before you get to Austin during your rehab. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to enjoy the practice, I mean, the training, but I'm just going to be watching until I can be 100%. And, but I'm going to wait be- a little bit for all this COVID situation and all this stuff with Mexico sure. and USA. 
but I think it's going to be better in a month, so I'm going to return to Austin. Is uh, Nuevo Leon on lockdown right now? Is it heavy lockdown or is it uh, or not lockdown? No, not 100%. The, the border is not open yet. I mean, we can drive. We just fly. So oh, okay. flying is a little bit expensive for us. I'm just waiting to the border get open and so I can drive with my car and bring sure. all my stuff to Austin. All right. Uh, I, I hope that that's going to be the case because we have a lot of fans, uh, you know, excited for you to come in, come back, especially for Austin. And you got Michelle Angel going to be uh, leading yeah. the, the Austin. So there's a lot of uh, former players that you played with with the Austin Acoustic. They're going to be there as well. So uh, I think fans were kind yeah, of really excited. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, Anna, I'm excited too to see all the girls. Some yeah, I'm, there's a lot of talent there. Uh, you guys have a nice group of, uh, of players there. Um, what do you think of the new league, the new look from the LFL? Well, um, I think they try just to to do something new, like to to leave all the lingerie stuff behind and try mm-hmm. to do something better for all the women, and maybe in the future, like really get paid. So I think it's a, we we have to give them one shot to try. So I think it's going to be a little bit better for everybody to have another kind of uniform and everything, and maybe we'll change in the future. But I like it. I like it. I mean, I'm just – I think all the girls, they just want to play football and show that we are talented. So I like it. Uh, I'm, I'm good with this new – uh, uniform and everything that they have. I hope the rules don't change a lot. Like we're still playing football, so I really like it. Now they're not going to change helmets or anything, right? It's just it's just going to be shoulder padding, more no, we, more more coverage, and then lower body is going to be yeah, a lot more. Yeah, it's uh, going gonna, it's gonna to yeah. be like normal shoulder pads, and I think it's, now it's going to be shorts, and the helmet is going to be still the same. Okay, I think the helmet is and it's somewhat comp- okay because I think the jersey complete. Yeah, but I'm saying the helmet is uh, – people expect traditional helmet, but I, I think the hockey helmet is just what makes the X-League unique or the LFL unique. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we want to still playing with that. I mean, because we don't have, like, a lot of fat in all our bodies. So I think if we use the real, uh, like regular helmet, it will be a little bit dangerous. I don't know. We just try to keep the hockey helmet and focus on good tackles. All right. Um, are you doing anything else uh, in your downtime? Rugby, flag? I know you used to play rugby and flag. Are you doing anything be- or just yeah, focus mean, on rehab right flag, now, right? Uh, yeah, I'm going to return to flag here, and maybe I'm trying to get to the WFFN. Uh, it's a league over there in USA, but we want to have a team here in Mexico to represent. So maybe I'm mm-hmm. going to be on that team, and we're still playing here in, in Mexico flag. And rugby uh, is, like, out right now. Like, we don't have that sport here for all the COVID situation, but I think I, I can return soon. Are I you hope still so. doing the coaching with the university, or are you just – what are you doing uh, with yeah, the university we'll see, at all? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a team, like, pa- part of the university, even if you are not a student anymore because I finished my career. You can be like mm-hmm. part, and we're playing in, in other tournaments. Yeah, but one, I'm going to still play with the university. All right. Um, 
I wanted to bring you on because we have a lot of fans that love you, and they wanted us to interview you, uh, especially after all this excitement with Exathlon. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, we brought you on and kind of, because uh, we have a lot of fans that really, really are true fans of yours, and they love you, love your grit, love what you yeah. stand for, and love your social media and everything. So that's why I wanted to bring you on. And it was like short notice, but we tried to do it last week, and I, I apologize for the scheduling. But, um, but you know, uh, you have a lot of fanfare. Uh, so, I, you know, if I go to translate it in Spanish, tienes mucho amor alrededor del mundo por las, uh, las, las redes sociales. So, especialmente ya con Sí, la verdad es que estoy muy contenta por todo el apoyo que recibí. La verdad es que a pesar de que me lesioné muy pronto y sé que pude haber dado mucho más de mí si no hubiera tenido esa lesión, eh, la verdad es que todos me apoyaron bastante y estoy muy contenta por, por todo el amor y el cariño que, que me demostraron de regreso. Tú sabes que tienes mucho amor, uh, especialmente uh, en, no nomás en los Estados Unidos, pero mundialmente. So, tienes este, muchas, muchas, mucha gente que te uh, están atentos a lo que estás haciendo de, de día a día. Así es, espero ya poder regresar al 100% para que ya nos vean en actividad. Uh, vas, uh, va, uh, Ana, ¿vas a jugar a qué lado del, del, uh, del, del, del juego vas a querer, ofensiva o defensiva? Mucha gente prefiere que juegues defensiva. Yo la verdad siento que soy un poquito mejor en la defensa. En la ofensiva no no me ha ido tan bien. La verdad es que he tenido más tiempo en el campo defensivamente y yo creo que esto se demuestra en el campo y es lo que he demostrado que mi fuerte es la defensa. Entonces vamos por la defensa al 100%. ¿Anticipación de, de, de safety otra vez o linebacker? o ¿Qué, vas, qué estás pensando? Strong safety, sí, o sea, safety, de repente los coaches me dan la oportunidad de ser linebacker, pero yo creo que mayormente sería strong safety. Ok. So, el, el, el schedule para tu, uh, tu recovery, ¿qué viene siendo? ¿Es agresivo? ¿Lo estás haciendo agresivo ahorita? ¿Tres, tres veces al día o cómo estás haciendo sí, el, eh, el entrenamiento? Sí, mi rehab la tengo tres veces al día. Y estoy entrenando los días de descanso, por así decirlo. O sea, ese entrenamiento con ya un poquito de peso. Hoy ya me integré un poquito a ser un poco más pesado. Entonces vamos a ver cómo se siente mi tobillo mañana para ver si ya me puedo empezar a integrar, aunque sea empezar a correr. Y ya estamos esperando las más buenas noticias. ¿Estás haciendo qué tipo de, de entrenamiento? este ¿Medio CrossFit? ¿Estás haciendo más pesas o...? ¿Qué es la combinación de tu entrenamiento? Sí, es la combinación. Ahorita estamos regresando otra vez como a fortalecer, ya que estuve tres mm. meses sin hacer nada de peso ni de carga, y pues hice sí. los músculos pues recientes, entonces estoy otra vez como empezando a retomar con poco peso, sin tanto impacto sobre mi tobillo para ver cómo se va sintiendo. Y la rehabilitación pues es todo también de fortalecer con ligas, de equilibrio, de pararme sobre un pie, más... Todo, toda la terapia que me dan, pero en eso estamos ahorita. Pero no estaba quebrado, ¿verdad? Estaba nomás, este, ¿se quebró o no estaba quebrado el, el tobillo? No, 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 me sacaron radiografías y todo, pero al parecer por lo que, el problema fue que me infiltraron, no, ahora no lo have to say it in English, no sé cómo se decía en inglés, por eso no lo comenté, pero me infiltraron el tobillo para que pudiera competir. Oh, okay. Entonces, so no la, se, no sentí, yo no sentía dolor, ¿Sorry? 
te, so, te pusieron uh, te pusieron algo para aliviar el, el, el dolor, ¿verdad? Ajá, me infiltraron en tobillos, no, me inyectaron en el tobillo como un esteroide sí, sí, sí. para no sentir dolor. Entonces, sí. creemos que eso me afectó un poco, como yo no sentía el dolor, mi tobillo todavía no estaba listo y yo fui a competir, pero sí. todavía no estaba al 100%, pero yo no sentía el dolor por la infiltrada que me dieron, por el esteroide sí, que sí. me dieron. So, ten, tenías no conocimiento en, en, en el... En... Sí. Ana, entonces... Este, yendo a Austin vas a, vas a hacer el, el camino allá ya que ya que estés al 100% en este en, en las probabilidades de que no, no vas a jugar este este año en caso de que si no no se mejora en caso de no mejorar me preguntas qué más podría qué, qué, cuáles son mis planes no digo si en caso de que no se mejora en tu en tus ojos probablemente no vas a jugar uh, en en la ex league este año ¿verdad? Sí, si no llega a mejorar como esperamos al 100%, eh, yo creo que a lo mejor estuviera este año en el flag. Y tengo ahí un plan que me invitaron a hacer un maratón, pero pues sí. tengo que estar bien obviamente para empezar a correr. Pero bueno, a lo mejor el trote pudiera ser un poco menos in y, uh, impacto que usar unos clips o hacer cortes o todo ese movimiento, pero, pero yo tengo fe en que vamos a regresar al 100%. Uh, Ana, ¿qué va a ser el, el, el torneo ese en combi de combinación de tu equipo en, en México y en los Estados Unidos? ¿Ese va a ser profesional o va a ser nomás uh, en, en este torneos nomás como los hacen de, en los Estados Unidos? Se van de, you know, de, de ciudad a ciudad, ¿no? Eh, vamos a ir a Dallas a un torneo y luego, o sea, la liga es allá en Estados Unidos. Creo que vamos todos los equipos después a Panamá y luego a Puerto Rico. Oh, seríamos okay. el único equipo de México que está compitiendo en la Liga Americana en Estados Unidos. Okay. Sí, es la es el, el, el World Tour, ¿no? La FFFWTR. Sí. La World, World Tour. Okay. Yeah, so, Muchas de las muchachas uh, este, este, están en esa competencia, ¿verdad? En, en, tu, en la, sí, la, todos, de las todos los de, de, de la Liga están dentro, entonces va a ser interesante verlas en el campo, competir contra ellas. Sí, se supone, porque ese también es buen condicion para condicionarte, ¿verdad? En el, en el juego para, el, sí, sí, para sí. las 50 yardas. Tienes más este velocidad, tiene, puedes ser, como no es tackle, pero al mismo tiempo puedes este hacer este uh, entrenamiento pues para todo, ¿no? Sí, claro, es algo de fútbol, es más ágil, un poquito más rápido, pero... Uh, como quieras, sigues como tocando el balón, teniendo jugadas como relacionadas al fútbol americano, entonces de ahí nos sirve un poco como entrenamiento. All right, ¿Qué esperamos uh, después de, de, del rehab? Si no juegas este año, ¿tienes planes o, o tienes secretos para nosotros? No, ahorita no, no tengo ningún secreto. La verdad es que mi plan 100% está en regresar a la liga, regresar a jugar fútbol americano. Y pues nada, por ahí hemos escuchado que se me pudiera dar otra oportunidad de regresar a Exatlón. Esperemos que sí. Y pues nada, no no hay ningún secreto por medio. Ahorita el único secreto sería a rehabilitarme al 100% y regresar al campo. All right. So, Ana, gracias por a, a sport, a nuestra a este marca de No Joke Football porque tienes muchos fanáticos, especialmente con, con todo lo que haces por nosotros. Eh, te agradecemos mucho. 
No, muchas gracias a ustedes por todo el apoyo, por todo el cariño. La verdad es que estoy muy contenta con ustedes, que veo que siguen apoyando a más chicas en todo el mundo, no nada más en, en Estados Unidos, sino en México, en, en otros países, y, y eso se demuestra el interés que ustedes tienen por el fútbol americano femenil. Bueno, well, estamos orgullosos de estar contigo. Uh, ten, tienes muchos fanáticos, si no sabes, ya sabes que tienes muchos fanáticos. Uh, esperamos uh, que regreses a 100%, porque uh, estaba cuando miraron los fanáticos el, el injury, no, no, no me dijeron, oh, tienes que hablar con ella cuando acabe el, el, la competencia. Entonces, por eso este te, uh, te hice mensaje por Instagram, a ver si tenías tiempo, porque mucha gente quería saber qué, en qué estado estás, pues, y, y, y si vas a regresar sí, claro. a jugar este año. No, muchísimas gracias por estar al pendiente, estamos bien. Ahí de repente se nos baja el ánimo porque no podemos re, no podemos hacer nuestras actividades al 100%, pero sé que todo es cuestión de, de estar paciente y, y otra vez fortalecernos y vamos a regresar, estoy segura. Bueno, ahí tienes tu papi, ¿verdad? También te, de compañero todavía. So, ahí tienes sí, buena, sí, buenas sí. aventuras. Sí, aquí anda. Uh, Ana, ¿algo más que no te pregunté o algo para los fanáticos este, que nos quieres hacer saber? Uh, creo que no se nos pasa nada. Eh, ahorita estoy en rehabilitación. Eh, plan de regresar a jugar fútbol americano en X-League con Austin Sound. Y, y nada, creo que hasta ahorita no estamos... Todavía el, el rugby no se, re, no se ha reintegrado aquí en México y pues esperamos también estar al 100% en ese tema, ya que, que el COVID y los shots y todas las inyecciones ya nos den un poquito de avance en el deporte. Y pues nada, también espero ya continuar eh, en el cocheo, que estábamos cocheando ya los chicos acá en Baronil, pero pues también con las universidades que todo cerró se canceló. Pero uh -huh. esperamos pronto estar de regreso. Pues va a ser, uh, con el tiempo yo digo... Uh... Esta temporada de anticipación en los Estados Unidos con las ligas de once y también con la liga de X-League, todos queremos mirar, you know, fútbol femenil uh, en, en cualquier sí. you know, método. So, estamos esperando. Hablé con este uh, con Lexfa también y ellos tam también me dijeron que uh, no, no nada es definitivo. Uh, hablé con este FX México, hablé con Lefai y ellos tam tampoco dijeron que hasta que el gobierno diga di diferente. A la, sí, acá no, no en México nos tienen un, un poquito más parados que en Estados Unidos. Entonces, no creo que pronto haya, por lo menos este año, siento que todavía se va a tardar aquí en México para recuperar el, los deportes al 100%. Sí. Pero pero bueno, nos, nos ahí estamos poco a poco. Al menos el flag creo que sí nos están dejando regresar. Sí, el flag me dijeron que probablemente haya oportunidad. So, uh, depende del estado diferentes estados, yo digo que están. Um, Ana, gracias por hacer el, el tiempo para nosotros. Uh, como te dije, tienes muchos fanáticos que querían este, eh, escucharte, a ver cómo estabas, en qué estado estás, y esperando que vas a, a, con más fuerte fortaleza. Entonces, espera, este, estamos revisando tu Instagram para updates y toda la inspiración que tienes de diario ahí. So, uh, hacer buen, buen trabajo todavía. Perfecto. Muchísimas gracias a ustedes por tenerme en el programa y por siempre apoyarnos. Gracias, Atenas. Buen rehab, esperando que regreses 100%. Y ahí nos quedamos atentos para cuando llegue ese momento. 
¿ok? Así es, perfecto. Muchísimas gracias, estamos en contacto. Adiós, eh. Ten una buena semana. Thank you, you too. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, that was the talented Anna Garza, no-joke football athlete, as well as ex-league athlete, uh, the first Mexican uh, to play in the LFL. And uh, she's rehabbing from Exathon USA, so we wanted to bring her on. There was a lot of fans requesting her to, for, for us to have her on. Um, so if you don't speak Spanish, uh, I gave you the English version at the beginning, and then we kind of chatted uh, with the Spanish version. So bilingual uh, athlete, bilingual co-host here. So uh, Anna Garza is uh, awesome, and we're looking forward to her recovery 100%. She might not play this year, but we'll, we'll crossing our fingers still. Hopefully she'll get back on in time. But if she doesn't, obviously with the anticipation is for 2022, and I know she'll be ready to go and raring to go. And uh, if not on the X-League um, field, it, she's obviously going to be participating in the, in the flag environment in Mexico and uh, anticipating in, in big tournaments as well like the other X-League athletes have. So it's really, really uh, exciting that she's able to, you know, stay on course. Hopefully she will, you know, rehab to 100% and get her back on the field. And uh, so if you want to follow her, you got Annie Fit on uh, on Facebook, and you get uh, Anna Garza uh, as well on, uh, and you can follow us on Instagram, and you can follow her handle there as well. And we feature on our stories, or you can go to directly to at the No Joke Football Shop. You get her handle directly from there. So talented, talented athlete. And uh, one of our Nojo football athletes, one of the, our most phys- uh, visible Nojo football brand athletes of all time, probably, probably uh, the number one uh, athlete in terms of our branding over the last couple of years. So a great job, and I really, really uh, appreciate her supporting us, giving us 100, 110% to exposure for our brand as well to bring attention to the sport. And as she said before, for us allowing us through her and others to bring uh, more of the athletes worldwide exposed to the average fan uh, where people know that women do play American football and they play them at high level, not just in the U.S., but globally as well. All right. So before we get out of here, uh, don't forget, go to monkeyknife5.com, monkeyknife5.com, fast and simple prop games, shark-free fantasy, more or less fantasy challenges, star players only, $2 minimum buy-in, get an instant deposit match up to $50 on sign-up, use code NGF, support the podcast here. You can also go to the No Joke Football Shop, as we talked about here, at nojokefootball.com forward slash career on beauties. Uh, awesome, cool tees under $20, premium tees under $30, and you can get pretty much nice hoodies and leggings as well, so up to 25% off. Use the daily codes there. And if you're international, if you're listening to us in Europe, you can get a hold of at No Joke Football. Any of our athletes will be able to give you uh, the links to all your social sites so you can get your gear faster and, and uh, also with less shipping. So check it out at No Joke Football on Instagram, at No Joke Football Brand on Facebook. All right, so uh, New Zealand, as I talked about earlier, New Zealand's going to have the Kiwi Bowl, and that's going to be between the Metro Lionesses and the Papato uh, Wildcats, and that's going to be the 2021 Kiwi Bowl. We will have the link from the New Zealand uh, football organization uh, at, our, uh, at the hub in a, in a couple minutes here once we get off the podcast. Have that link there so you can watch it this weekend, March 20th. Uh, should be very competitive football. We've been following them this year, uh, and uh, they've, they've done a great job out there networking with us, just like the Ingrid in Australia does for us and every other 
uh, you know, partners that we partner with uh, globally. So great job there. So looking forward to the Kiwi Bowl and the Metro Lionesses against the Papatoto uh, Wildcats. Uh, the other action that happened was Texas Valley Sports. The playoffs are set. Coastal Bend Legion will be taking on Kingsville Empire. Kingsville fell to the South Texas Generals this past weekend. You can get the uh, replay of the game right there at the hub at, no, uh, at the uh, Great Iron Beauties. You get the broadcast right there. Kingsville versus South Texas. That was part of Real Sports Live broadcast on uh, March 13th, uh, 22 to 15. The Generals uh, take down Kingsville, and that would be six and one for the uh, Generals, and it's five, um, five and uh, five and two, I think, for the Kingsville. So it's going to be a Kingsville Empire taking on Coastal Bend Legion in one of the playoff games. The other game is River City Warriors, who have come on really strong in the last two weeks. They will be taking on South Texas Generals. So really exciting weekend in Texas Valley Sports Women's Gridiron. So don't forget to once we get the links. Uh, any of the games that are going to go live, we will get them up and running at the hub so you guys can link up and watch some women's tackle football for the weekend. XFFL 2021, Houston uh, Phoenix 44, Texas Wolfpack 20. Uh, the standings currently in there uh, after two weeks. Uh, Houston uh, Phoenix Fire 2-0, Brownsville Sting 1-1, one one, Texas Wolfpack 1-1, one one, Texas Lady Spartans 0-2. Oh and, and then we're going to dive into LNFL Fem- Feminina. Uh, week four, so let me get my notes here. Uh, it was a really exciting week in LFA Feminina. Uh, in competitive, uh, Las, Las Rosas Dragons, uh, Las Rosas Demons, I'm sorry, the Demons and the Barbera Rookies lead, lead the pack right there in terms of the Spanish scene. And uh, you can get the highlights right there at madidiario.es. Uh, so you can get the, the lowdown right there of what's happening. Uh, in in the sport, so LNFA Femenina, uh, it was La Rosa's uh, Black Demons taking on uh, Osos Rivas. It was 31 to 13. Uh, shout out to Elvira, Elvira Nunez, uh, Miriam Mendez, and uh, Maria Del Mar Hernandez. Uh, 12 to 0 at the at the half, and then it was a game over at 19 to 0 as we got to, towards it. And then at, initially in the third quarter, uh, the Osos did come back. It was Maitain uh, Castasana, 19-7. And then we get another strike from the Demons, Christina Gomez, the talented Christina Gomez. And then it was Elizabeth Callado. And that was it. Uh, the uh, Rivas Osos got one last uh, encounter with Asuna Munoz, and it was 31-13, and that was the final. In Valencia, it was the Valencia Firebacks taking on the Barbera Rookies. Uh, rookies own this from the start. Anna Fernandez and Monica Rafikas, uh, 12 to zero at the at the half, and uh, nothing could have been any worse for quarterback Alicia Miguel of the Firebats. Um, so 39 to zero, that was the victory that was given to the rookies um, in terms of Week Four in the LNFA Femenina. And then the other game was at Tres Condos Habados taking on the Malaga Corsairs, and it was the Corsairs winning 53 to zero. Uh, shout out to uh, Daniela Molina, two scores. Elizabeth, Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Bayes, two scores. Nayara Martin, two scores. Carla Blanca and Rocio Gonzalez as well for the Herbados. Um And in, Sar- in Saragoza, the uh, Badalona Dragons get their first victory of the year, 19 to six against Saragoza uh, Hurricanes. So in a 
good encounter there, first quarter. Give a shout-out to Elena Leva and Maria Carrot as the score was even 6-6. to And then it was a touchdown by Alba Gutierrez and Maria Lorenzo, uh, Isabel Maria Lorenzo. And that was the final there. So look forward to the next next week action. And we'll keep you updated via FEFA Spain as well as all our uh, network partners in Spain for the upcoming week five season. It's going to be in the middle of, I believe, this next week or two. So we'll keep tabs on that. If you want to get up on the article, it is right there at the hub at facebook.com forward slash gridiron beauties. All right. I think we kind of covered everything uh, today. Uh, didn't have our co-host today. Hall of Famer Holly Custis wasn't in here. Mackenzie Brooks or Nate Ward should return next week. Uh, but thanks to uh, Kay Michelle from coming in here to talk WNFC, uh, everything happening for 2021 with the Alabama Fire. And thanks to the uh, talented Anna Garza for coming in here and give us a lowdown of her injury update on what's happening with her rehab and the anticipation of her return for the 2021 season in X-League. Hopefully, cross our fingers, that will be the case. But uh, two awesome interviews today. Looking forward to uh, 365 as we get closer to the 2021 WFA and WNFC season. So if you guys want to get details, go to WFAProFootball.com, get the lowdown, everything that's happening, the schedule's out, all your teams, local teams, where to get tickets, um, all that, WFAProFootball.com. You can go to WNFC wnfcfootball.com get the lowdown everything that's happening there as well otherwise go to the hub at facebook.com for slash create beauties so don't forget to go to monkeyknifefight.com shark free fantasy more or less fantasy challenges star players only uh nba mma ufc pga major league baseball you name it pretty easy uh get an instant deposit method up to 50 dollars on sign up use a code njf check it out at monkeyknifefight.com. I think that's pretty much it. So I'm going to go ahead and sign off here. Looking forward to next week, 365. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, iHeart, and Spotify. Shout out to our Euro uh, supporters out there for getting us to the top 200 podcasts in the Euro scene. Really, really proud of that and really appreciate you guys sharing and subscribing and listening. It does a lot of things for us as well. Check it out next week. We will have NFL free agency uh, week that happened, and uh, the Patriots, obviously the winners this week, will get more updates on what names have shifted from what teams and who's improving and who's not improving and who gave up what at this point. We'll also talk the draft as we get closer to the uh, 2000, uh, 2021 draft, and we're going to be obviously keeping down lowdown of what happened in New Zealand with the Kiwi Bowl. We're going to keep lowdowns in terms of what happens to LNFA Feminina, plus Texas Valley Sports playoffs and XF- XXFL another week of action there. So for the absent Holly Custis, uh, Mackenzie Brooks, and Nate Ward, Oscar Lopez here. Catch you next week at 365. Have a great night, everybody.